And, and I want to I want to go back to a habit that we used to do. Okay. I'll read the first scripture. Amen. You read the next. Amen. Et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> and so on. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Our scripture reading will be taken from Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, and we will start at verse 8 and finish with verse 17. When you have it, say amen. amen. And, and the good part about this, you can do it with a mask on or a mask off. Amen. Thank you. Just want you to do it. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whatsoever believeth in him shall not For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of good faith. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? Mm. Together. So Amen. You may be seated. Today, we want to talk about faith versus senses or how our senses are looking for a sign faith versus senses when it comes to salvation to the natural man it makes no sense but to the spiritual man it is by faith all of us have five senses and we rely on them daily. Amen. Some are of our senses are stronger than others. Other senses don't work as well as they used to. <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about. We favor some senses more than others. Amen. And we don't always follow the advice they give. The five senses are seeing, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. 
We rely on them more than we rely on faith. Amen. We walk, talk, and breathe by them. Mm -hmm. But we are supposed to walk by faith yes. and not by sight. Wow. Our senses have no clue what faith is. Before we go deeper in the word, I want to give an example. Paris, would you stand? We know God would never do anything to hurt us, right? Amen. Do you think I would ask you to do anything that would harm you? Do you trust me? Yeah. I want to give you something this morning. Okay? You must go and get it. Okay. It can make you laugh okay. or it can make you cry. Okay. It's in that cup. Okay, well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want you to know you can't see what's inside right now. You can't smell it. You can't hear it. You can put a straw in it, but you won't taste anything. When you feel it or touch it, you will not feel what's inside. So go ahead and, 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 and get the cup off the piano. Don't open it up. Take it to your seat. Okay, you, you can sit down if you want. Just, just hold on to it. <laughs> the cup and what's inside the cup is yours. Just as I have freely given this cup to you, God has freely given all of us something precious. Amen. It's called eternal life. And we receive it by faith. Just as she's receiving this cup by faith. Believing that I would not harm her or do anything to hurt her. We cannot see eternal life with the naked eye. Our flesh and blood will not inherit it. But we believe by faith. Now, I know everybody is curious, including Paris, what's in the cup. So much so, some are more focused on the cup than the message. When are we going to get around to this cup? What's, what's in this? Okay. Paris, you excited about opening up the cup? Open the cup. Show everybody what's in the cup. Now, 
Someone may be saying, I wish he had chosen me. Huh? Amen. Uh, parents may be saying, do I keep it? Or do I have to give it back? My answer, would you give back eternal life if God gave it to you? All right. I wish someone had chosen me for this. But what I want you to understand, I may not have chosen you for this example, but God chose you before the foundation of the world to receive his eternal life. And Jesus was that example. What he has given is greater than any gift that I could give unto you this day. God gave his only begotten son and by his son, again, eternal life was provided. This is true when it comes to the senses. If our eyes do not see it, we will not believe it. But if one of our other senses detects something, it can cause us to believe what the eyes does not see. How many can agree? If you're in the dark and you hear something, but you don't see it, you depend on your hearing. The first thing you think or say is, what is that? Who's out there? However, depending on where you are, That's true. you know us is. Ain't going to ask who it is. I'm gone. And, and when I I'm depending on senses to help me feel my way through to get away from what I cannot see. But I heard something. Or in the day of times, I'm packing. <laughs> Better come on out. This is called reacting and responding to the senses. You relied on the senses that the eye could not see. Amen. So let's look at an example, biblically, of responding to the senses. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 27. Starting at verse 1. Genesis chapter 27. Starting with verse 1. When you have it, say, Amen. Amen. Verse 1. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old, and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see. He called Esau, his eldest son, and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here I am. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. What we see in these first two verses is Isaac who is now old and cannot depend on his eyesight, he is instructing his son so he could 
come to him and be blessed before his death. Amen. But let's drop down to verse 9 through 25. And here we will see how Jacob's mother instructed and helps Jacob get the blessing from his brother. It was obvious the mother favored Jacob. It was their custom to give the birthrights to the firstborn. This custom is still held up today in many countries. Even when we speak of these two brothers, we usually give recognition to the second before the first. If you think about it, we usually say Jacob and Esau when it should be Esau and Jacob because Esau was the firstborn. In verse 9, Jacob's mother says, go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for the father, for thy father such as he loveth. Note, the father was looking for venison from Esau, and the mother would trick the senses with goat. Have you ever made something taste like Something is not. Amen. Let me. Oh, have you ever ate something thinking it was one thing only to find out it was another? Amen. <laughs> have you ever tasted pumpkin pie and, and found out it was sweet potato pie? Or have you ever been tricked in drinking Pepsi and found out it was Coke? Mm. Or have you ever had some beer <laughs> thinking it was a cow? Rise a year. Verse 10 says, And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. My father, preadventure, will fill me. And I shall seem to him as a deceiver and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, upon me be thy curse, my son, only obey my voice and go fetch me them. A mother is always ready to defend her child. Even when he is wrong, she is there trying to make it right. Somebody know what I'm talking about. You, you look at the news and you always see the mother there and the father is nowhere around. Mm. Or, or if he happens to be there, she doing all the talking yep. <laughs> and he ain't got nothing to say. Verse 14 says, and he went and fetched and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory meat, such as his father loved. And Rebekah took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son. If a person wears certain clothes long enough, they will begin to smell just like them. Either because of the cologne, because of the perfume, or simply because of their body odor, mm -hmm. even after you wash them. 
verse 16 says, and she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. If Isaac could not see, it means he could not tell whether it was the hair of a goat or his son. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. Do we see what's about to happen? Isaac cannot depend on his eyes. He must rely on his other senses. But the senses are about to be manipulated. All he can rely and trust on is his hearing. Verse 18 says, and he came unto his father and said, my father. And he said, here am I. Who art thou, my son? Sight is not there, but he hears. Have you ever heard something, someone talking on the phone and it takes a minute for you to figure out who it is? You, you, you listen uh, and you want them to keep on talking right, right, right. so you can catch their voice. Verse 10 says, and Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that my soul, that thy soul may bless be. And Isaac said unto his son, how is it? that y'all has found it so quickly, my son. And he said, because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Yeah. See, when you, when, you, when you get in a mess, yeah. you, just, you just get deeper and deeper and you can't figure out how to get out. And Isaac said unto Jacob, come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. He's questioning mm -hmm. just from what he heard. Right. And Jacob went near unto Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice. Mm. But the hands are the hands of Esau. The senses are not agreeing. Mm. Isaac hearing told him, this is Jacob. But the touch told him it was Esau. His taste believed it was venison because the wife made goat taste like it. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yes. Isaac could not see. His touch and taste said one thing, but his ears said another which sense do you trust has your senses ever given you conflicting stories only you can determine that your five senses have, have they ever given you a conflicting story if so which one do you believe do you know you can look outside and think it's cold and it's actually warm. You can look at water and think it's warm and it really be cold. You can look at a plate of food thinking that it's going to be good and it'd be nasty. Senses can fool you. When God is speaking, 
What do we look to or depend on? The five senses, common senses, or the sense of faith? Look at verse 23. It says, and he discerned him not because his hands were hairy as his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. This means he could not detect with the, his eyes, but he relied on the touch, smell, and taste. He didn't trust his ears. This is why we cannot put our confidence in our senses. Just because our senses may reveal one thing, that does not mean it is the right thing. We even say ourselves, you can't believe everything you hear and only half of what you see. Verse 24. And he said, art thou my son Esau? And he said, I am. Notice again, he questions mm -hmm. the senses. And he said, bring it near to me and I will eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him and he did eat. And he brought him wine and he drank. Isaac was looking for signs to prove it was his firstborn. But it wasn't. Mm. Signs mean something that suggests the existence of a fact or condition. In other words, proof. Isaac had facts and conditions, but they were altered. Our senses tried to confirm what we cannot see. Amen. And our senses cannot see God. When it comes to senses, smell and taste cannot detect the existence of God. But Psalms 119, 103 says, how sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yeah. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Psalms 34 and 8 said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Yes. 2 Corinthians 2, 15 and 16 said, For we are unto God a sweet Savior of Christ, in them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are the Savior of death and unto death, and to the other the Savior of life unto life. And who is sufficient for these things? Did you know every time you see a rainbow, it is a promise to us from God that he will not destroy the earth by water again. Yet the world is trying to make the rainbow symbolize something else. Did you know Hezekiah, God gave Hezekiah 15 more years of life with a sign of turning the clock of time back 10 degrees. Did you know in Ezekiel 20, 19 and 20, God said, I am the Lord, your, I am the Lord, your God, walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them and hallowed my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you, yeah. that you may know that I am the Lord your God. If we would walk in his commandments and keep his day holy, we too can know and understand God. Yes. Yes. Naturally, today when we get a sign, 
when you feel pain, if you have a sore throat, when you sneeze, your body is saying something. When you eat and you get heartburn, your body is telling you something. Sometimes we don't believe or follow the sign. When you eat ice cream too fast and you don't listen to the signs, you will get brain freeze. Your body is telling you slow down. It ain't going nowhere. But we don't listen. God has given us all that we need to trust him. When it comes to the things of God, we should not be trusting in our senses. Faith is not something you see. Faith cannot be tasted. And you cannot smell or feel it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen to some of the signs of faith given by the word. Isaiah 7 and 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall be called Emmanuel. Isaiah 9 and 6 said, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Then in Matthew 1, 23, it was fulfilled what was said in Isaiah. An angel told Joseph this. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Just look at the senses of man. Did you know if you were blind, if you could no longer hear, if you could not feel or taste, if you could not, you still could please God, even though those senses are gone. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. What is seen is not faith. Second Corinthians 4 and 18 said, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Faith is eternal. Hebrews says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God will give us the faith we need, his son. But we must continue in his word. So let us close and meditate on this verse in Romans chapter 13, 11 through 14. And that knowing the time, now it's high time to wake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. And then knowing the time, that now is high time to wake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. 
Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and in envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Let us continue to watch and pray. Pray especially for those in authority, both bad and good, that we may continue to lead and have a peaceful life. Yes, yes. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.